All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday episode of Locked on NHL from Locked on Avalanche. I am Chris Maselli. With me, as always, from Locked on Lightning is Mr. Adam Denker. On today's episode, we are going to be uh, discussing, obviously, our power rankings for this week. We're back to divisions, so we'll do that. And the Ryan Reynolds thing just doesn't seem to go away in him being a part of buying the Ottawa Senators, so we will discuss that. But first things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media outlets and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode over on YouTube. So subscribe to that. Get notified whenever the new show goes live. Um, All right, man, let's jump into that Ryan Reynolds thing because I I, like in the beginning, uh, I'm not going to say I thought it was like a joke. I didn't really think it was a joke because I I know he is – He's a hockey fan. I don't know how deep his hockey roots run, but being from Canada, it's almost like, you know, it's ingrained in you that you are some sort of hockey fan. And why would you not? Why would you not want to buy a franchise of, of any sport, especially if you're from Canada? You you know, if you have the opportunity to buy a, a NHL franchise and you're in the position to do so, you're going to do it. And he's not buying uh, this team or any team outright. You know, he, he's, he's going to be part of a, a, a group in some capacity. Um, and I almost get the impression that the NHL kind of wants this. I, I and, and it's almost I get the get the feeling that whoever is leading in this bid for the senators, that Gary Bettman is going to go to them and be like, throw Ryan Reynolds like three percent or something like that so we can get his name involved with the nhl what do yeah, you think? i well I, I think i was like kind of like you but i was a little bit i guess non-committal even more to the idea because i was when, when that whole news dropped that oh he was interested and you know he made the joke about jeff bezos was going to be a sugar daddy funding the money for all of it and you know i took it as just kind of him you know, going to a hockey game because he was at the game, I think, a couple of nights before or after he made that comment. Mm. And so I just thought of it, okay, Ryan Reynolds, you know, just on a late night talk show was just in Ottawa talking about it, you know, just kind of one of those things. And like you said, hasn't gone away. I think this was probably it's been like a month, Chris, since this news dropped. Probably. Yeah, at least I'd say. And still kind of talking about it. And obviously he's doing a good job of and of re reminding everybody that he is actually serious about this. And of course, I mean, why wouldn't he be? He's a kid from, I think he's from Western Canada. I think he's like from the closer is to it? Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, know from, but... but I mean, why would you not? I think like if, especially if you're one of those people who's a millionaire, you know, not a billionaire, I know uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, I think hockey is the best way to, to kind of get your foot in the door of ownership. Cause obviously the, the money, unless you're going after original six team, not that much money, really. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't even, I think, I think the, the coyotes not to crap on them even more, but I think they're not even, I think they're in the 700 millions right now. So slightly affordable. Who, um, Ottawa, uh, Arizona, just, just going. Oh, I don't think Arizona is that high. No, no, no. Arizona really? is, is like 400 something right now. Yeah. I'll bring it up. Actually, it's interesting because um, Forbes just came out with it. Forbes just came out with their uh, evaluation or evaluations for for uh, the hockey teams. I'm trying to find it quickly. Yeah. So oddly enough, the the teams that were 
that had the biggest percentage increase, your team was number one, Tampa Bay. They went up, uh, of course. Listen, what do you mean, of course? They lost the Stanley Cup. What do you mean, of course? No, went three okay. years in a row. Uh, yeah, I know that that helps. Um, they went up fifty four percent. Tampa did, and uh, the Senators went up fifty two percent. I'm trying to look it up. What what exactly? So yeah, Tampa, Tampa, and by the way, Tampa hit the billion dollar mark too by going up fifty percent, which is solid. All that money is going towards McDavid and free agency. Oh, God. Oh, God. Here we go. (laughs) Um, Ottawa up 52%. um, 800 million for Ottawa. Okay. So they were, you know, easy math. They were about 400 million last year. So he should have got into this about a year ago because he would have been saving a lot of money. But, but, um, I really, I really like this quote because you know most people buying a team would probably be a little bit more conservative, saying I'm looking to build a winner or be part of something to eventually build a winner. Ryan Reynolds comes out, and I quote, saying, "I will be a frothy rabies infused fan like the none, like the likes of which the NHL has never seen." And I have to say, if you're in ownership of another NHL team, if you are in the front office or one who makes the big decisions in the NHL, mm-hmm. if you are against this, then you should not be owning a team. You should not be in any sort of authoritarian position in this league because if you don't want that, because we're all about growing the game, we're all about getting new fans in, mm-hmm. that's how you grow the game. You get Deadpool into the sport. And yeah. I'll go a step further. If he buys the team or has some sort of stake in this team, mm-hmm. I think you replace the face. You know, you keep all the senator stuff except the white <laughs> face. You just put the dead foot, the dead face, a Deadpool <laughs> mask right there, and you just keep it like that. And then you have the collab with Marvel, and then the Ottawa Senators well, get their yeah. own MCU universe. So yeah, oh, oh I'm, yeah. <laughs> the, the the next uh, building to you know feel, feel the wrath of. You know, uh, the the Marvel Universe, you know, is going to be where the Ottawa Senators play. There's no doubt, like, the Avengers are going to have to go there to fight some sort of battle in the next uh, Avenger movie. But you said, you know, who wouldn't want this? As far as, like, other owners and stuff, I think they would all be on board with that. When they see a comment like that, you take it into context. Okay, who said it? Ryan Reynolds said it. Okay, he's a comedian. We'll take that in stride. Going back to another person that you just mentioned, if Jeff Bezos said that, You'd be like, okay, that dude's a weirdo. Yeah, I mean, it's two different things, and and I still think the owners would be okay with it, no matter where it came from. But seeing that it's Ryan Reynolds, I I don't, I can't imagine any owner being against this because, like you said, this is how you promote. The, I mean, he would promote obviously the Senators, and just because he's a part of the Senators, it will rub off on so many other franchises and the NHL as a whole. Yeah. I don't like. I say this. I don't like Ryan Reynolds, like his, his 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 movies that he's in. He plays one character and it's like in every single movie. You didn't like him in Blade 3? Come on, Chris. I didn't I don't I, like <laughs> if you don't like that, you're not going to like all his movies. Like it, it's and Fair. but from from as far as a, a human being, I think he's a he's a great guy. He's a funny yeah. guy, he's a great family man. And he's a good businessman. Yeah. And that's what it's about. And what would I would I if I was an owner, would I say I don't want Ryan Reynolds to be a part of the NHL because his acting sucks? <laughs> like, no, I'm not gonna say that. It's 
I would recognize so many other people just idolize this guy. And that's obviously good for the sport. So, and, and a lot of people have told me about, I I've never watched an episode of that other show that he has where he bought that soccer team. Wrexham. Welcome, the, to, like, Wrexham. welcome to Wrexham or something like yeah. that. Um, but I do have interest in seeing that, believe it or not. I, I really do because I, I, I think, I think that would be kind of like a interesting show to, it's almost like real time. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso almost. Um, so he's obviously been involved with other franchises and knows somewhat what it takes, but he's not, he's going to be the face. He's yeah. not going to be the money man. I mean, he's not going to be the one making decisions day in and day out and doing contract negotiations. Like he is there to put butts in seats and put money in pockets and he could easily do that. So, uh, and, yeah. and I like to add to your point real quick, Chris. I mean, yeah, he's going to put butts in seats. He's going to make money, but he's also that guy. And, and I think a lot of people don't realize this. He's that guy that you call to go talk to a top free agent to say, Hey, come to oh, Ottawa. you be the guy, you know, mm -hmm. who else has that ACE in their sleeve. Now we're talking potentially about Ottawa being a free agency, like a top tier free agency, uh, destination and if you look at who's coming off the books in the next couple of years ottawa can get a pretty good you know haul of free agencies and uh, free agents in the next couple of years funny how it's all well not all of it but <clears throat> some of it is changing from uh who played for this franchise in the past that's still connected to it and that's where players will go like you know take my team at the avalanche you got yeah. joe sackick as a general manager that helped them a couple times in signing some guys. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and same thing with the Broncos, with John Elway. He's a little bit less now, but um, now it's stuff like this. Who, 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 who in the entertainment world is connected with this team? And and that can be an appeal for some yeah. players. So <clears throat> we'll see how this all pans out. But I think one way or another, he's going to be involved. Doesn't matter who who is the buying um, in the end, who the, who the group is that's going to be buying it. I think Ryan Reynolds gets some slice of the pie. How much? I don't know, uh, but he's going to be involved. And I think it's a good thing for the league. I think everybody's in agreement of that. So, all right, let's get to bet online and then we'll get to our power rankings for this week by division. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends from every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college, the college bowl season to basketball, and of course, the World Cup. We've got it all at betonline.net. So I'll ask you who your pick is for the World Cup. Oh, Argentina, man. I mean, what they've done. You know, not obviously there's a hockey show, so I'm not going to go too geeked out, but I, even if we weren't doing a hockey show, I wouldn't want you to go geeked out because I, I just really don't care. But you, you can, yeah. Chris, I want to know. I want to know. Chris, stop caring about the World Cup as soon as it started. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just, I just think this is kind of like a, a legacy game. I mean, Messi wins this with Argentina becomes. I think he becomes the undisputed goat. This is kind of like, you know, I just he, found out he's never won one. Yeah, he's never won one. And wow. and someone actually, I was, I was actually talking to someone the other night. I mean, how many great players at the top of their their sports don't have a championship i mean up until a couple of years ago ovechkin ovechkin as ovechkin. well yeah yeah so. yeah so all right he's got to win that thing and then quickly what, what about uh who's your college bowl champion 
Uh, oh, and why whole, is it Michigan? The whole thing. Um, yeah. uh, I'm going to go wild card. I'm going to say TCU, even though I don't think that they're going to. My team already got knocked out, so I don't I don't care about it. Who is your team? I don't know who your college team is. USC, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that guy won the, the Heisman, right? He did. Yeah. So you got something to go on. All right. Yeah. Maybe next year. There's always next year. There's always uh, next year. If you love sports podcasts, and who doesn't, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. That is betonline.net, where the game starts. All right. So our power rankings for this week, if you are over on YouTube, Put them up on the screen right now for you. And uh, if you're not, we'll kind of just go through some teams that we, I guess, want to talk about. But I, I don't know. Was it last week or two weeks ago we did the by by conference? We did the uh, East and the West. I think that was last week. I think it was last week. And then before yeah. Yeah, we went back yeah. to the divisions. And we're kind of getting to the point where there's not a whole bunch of movement. And if you look at the Pacific, nobody moved. <laughs> Everybody yeah. is exactly the same from where they were last time we did this. Um, and even for the other divisions, you have a little bit of movement here and there. The central, some movement at the top. The bottom remains pretty stagnant. Um, in the Atlantic, you only have the Red Wings and the Panthers swapping places. So the Red Wings go to four, while the Panthers go to five. Uh, but kind of, uh, this is kind of what happens when we start getting around Christmas time. Things start to maybe level out a little bit. So is anybody... Anything out there that's catching your interest right now? Well, we spoke about it last week, Chris, about the Kraken. We were talking about both about how we were pleasantly surprised about the performance that they have turned in thus far this year. Mm. And then they played the Lightning this week. And so I need to bring them up because... And the Lightning showed them what was what? Yes. (laughs) And I was very much let down. By and I and I actually spoke about this on my own show. I was very much let down by the distance in terms of talent that there was on the ice. Now, obviously, I on my show I spoke about how maybe that could you know the crack in where they are in the division is you could chalk that up to being kind of what the Oilers and the, and the Calgary Flames aren't doing right now. They're not mm-hmm. really where they should be in the division. That's why the crack at a number two. But you still got to go out there and compete with some of the best teams. And and I know that the, the Bolts play in one of the be- the better divisions in the league. But still, I mean, are the Kraken for real? Because I, 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 from what I saw and when I was looking over their numbers, their goaltending situation is not, not the best. It doesn't show that of what a number two team in a division should have. And yeah. I, I just I was very let down, Chris. I don't know how you feel about them. I know you've seen them a little bit more than I have. Um, I, I think the Kraken are, are are kind of, and I don't know if I said this last week. Um, they're kind of like a better Buffalo Saber team that they can score, and they and they have scoring ability. And I think their goaltending is better than the Sabers, and that's where the 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 difference comes in between those teams. If the Sabers had Kraken like uh goaltending would just a little bit better. Where would they be? Would would the Sabres? I mean, they're in a good division with yeah, with you know, would they be in second place like the Kraken are? Not when you have teams like the Maple Leafs, the Bruins, the Lightning in there, you know what I mean? 
So it, they do get a little bit of a, a bump from the division that they're in, but they can score. They have the ability to score. Um, their their defense isn't terrible. It's not the best. Like they have, they I, I would I would say their scoring is above average. Their defense is just about average, and their goaltending is just a touch below average. So right now they're floating above water, and it's just like. Are you going to tr- start shredding water anytime soon? That's the big question. I don't know, man. Like, they're they're a tough team right now. They're 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 benefiting from the start that they had. Yeah. So can that keep them afloat for a while? That remains to be seen. But it will be interesting to watch because if the goaltending just doesn't improve and just stays the way that it's staying, they're going to drop a little bit. I don't think there's any way that they don't. Well, I, I, I just think also, like I said, I mean, yeah, I agree with everything you said. But at the same time, I mean, if the Kings kind of stay stagnant and the Oilers and the Flames are just kind of in limbo, I mean, they might they might make the playoffs mm. by default. You know, it's okay. kind of kind of reminds me in football when like a seven and nine team used to make the playoffs. Uh, it kind of yeah. reminds me of that. Yeah. Um, another team that I kind of wanted to talk about that has taking a jump since we've done these rankings this year is the penguins. Yeah. Uh, finding themselves, uh, back in the thick of it. I, I, are we shocked? Should we try to at least try to act like we're shocked at this point? Cause I'm not, I, 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 Sidney Crosby, Malkin, that cast and crew that you got around there. Mm-hmm. Some of the moves they made last year, Rashad Raquel. I mean, this is a very well-ran franchise, and they remind me. And to make another comparison outside hockey, they remind me of the St. Louis Cardinals. Just you can never count them out of it. They, yeah. No matter how bad things are going, how far behind they might be, I mean, they always figure it out. Like yeah. even my team, who's been to three straight Stanley Cups and has won two in a row, I still envy what the Penguins are able to do on a year-in-year basis. Yeah, they're just. I don't know. They're just such a tough team to figure out, but th- this is what they do. Like, th- like you said, you nailed it. Like they, they have the, they've had the same cast for how many years now? So they know, they know how to play. They know how to win. The, it's so weird though. Like they're not a team that I, that I feel can make a, a charge at winning the Stanley cup this year. You know what I mean? Like I, I and yeah. I really haven't had that feeling about a penguins team in a while, but at the same time, you still have to deal with them. Like they're going yeah. to be in the game. They're going to be in the thick of things. They're probably going to be a playoff team. And this is the Penguins year in and year out. But do I feel like they have that that talent and that roster to rise above the cream of the crop in the league and, and win a cup? No. But can they can they be there? You know, playoff time. Yeah. yeah. And that's where they kind of sit in with me. Like it, whenever the Avalanche are going up against them, it's like, all right, this is going to be this is going to be a battle. This is going to be a, a game that's not just going to be they're not going to roll over and die. Yeah. That's Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. And and you brought up something interesting, and I want to get your two cents about it. And if you don't have the standings in front of you, go ahead. Because I do. We're we're at. The I think we've agreed and said it multiple times throughout this season. We said it with Vancouver. I mean, we said it with the Blues. Uh, you know, American Thanksgiving, you believe, is one of the, the measuring sticks in terms of where a team is at in the season. I said Christmas, New Year's. I mean, some people feel even the All-Star break. Right now, as we're talking, who is your cream of the crop? Who is your top five teams in the in the in the league right now? Um 
Um, I would. I Boston is still probably number one overall. Yeah. Um, I like right now. Like you have to take into account the way that teams are playing right now. December fourteenth for everybody who's about to jump down our throats. Fifteenth, actually. Fifteenth. Yeah. There we yeah. go. I would put the Maple Leafs at number two. <clears throat> I think they're playing great hockey. Um, yeah. you know, they're as of us recording, they've won four in a row, but the whole Mitch Marner thing, like they're they're playing, they got off to a little bit of a rough start, but they're they're playing great. Um, I would put them at number two. I would put the Devils, even though they lost, they've lost three in a row now. You know, and are are we now not that we're questioning the Devils, but is this where they kind of just settle back a little bit? I'm not saying they're just going to free fall, but do they start coming a little bit back to reality? But still, they're still playing well, so I'd put them at three. Um, four, I would probably have to put the Carolina Hurricanes at four. Um, and at five, again, the way that they're playing right now, I, I got to go with your lightning. I feel like Ooh. they're playing pretty well right now. Yeah. And I, I, I'd put that, I think, and right outside that I, I would put Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg is a real dangerous team. Um, and when you always have that goalie, yeah, you're going to stick around. So yeah. there's your bonus one for Winnipeg at six for me. Okay. But, okay. Um, I'm thinking about it. I mean, all all of those teams are from the East, with the exception of of Winnipeg. So the top five teams in the league. I know a lot of people would probably put Vegas in there. I'm not going to do that. See the 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 <laughs> my five. I don't have Vegas in there either. To be honest, uh, you don't. I have Boston, Toronto, uh, Carolina at three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Tampa at four. Okay. Winnipeg at five and mm-hmm. and gonna have Jersey as an honorable mention at six. So you got Jersey out of the top five. I I just you know what I I <laughs> honestly Chris and and I I say it every I've said it the last couple of years. I mean the you have the lines on the forward the the top you know those let those first four and you have the pairings on defense. It's the goaltending man. It's it's and we've seen it over the last couple of years how kind of. They don't have that guy. They don't have those guys. You know, like I'm, I'm starting to warm up to the fact that this is a two goalie league now. Uh, what? But, uh, hold on. Hold. Wait a minute. Dropping bombs. Hold, dropping bombs on the show. All right. I'm. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do an ad read right now, uh, which might pertain to you because you just said something that I, I think maybe you've had one too many. Because uh, I never thought that would happen. All right. Hold on. We're gonna. We're gonna hear from the NHTSA because if you drive sober or you will get pulled over. And if you've been hanging out with some friends and who's not around the holiday season, you're out having a couple with your buddies, putting back a few drinks, a few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride, but nope, you live nearby. You can make it home. It's no big deal. But what are the odds that you'll get actually get pulled over? Even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You lose your car, or you could even potentially kill somebody. Everybody knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead 
to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's. Like I said in the beginning, drive sober or get pulled over. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the Mr. Andre Vesolesky, he, he, can, he can handle the workload. Uh, you're coming around to is, is something wrong with Vazzy? Because you would not be saying this if uh, <laughs> if everything was okay in Tampa land. No, everything's great in Tampa land. I mean, the mm. team's won three in a, in a row. They've only lost one game in the month of December. So Vazzy I just want to start- refresh people's memories. If, if you're new to the Thursday edition, like I am, am more with the times and more current and, you know, understand the benefits of a tandem goalie situation. Sure, you can lean heavily towards one guy, but you need the duo goalie. Uh, Mr. Mixtape is still living in uh, the 1980s and wants to ride the one horse uh, till you know he keels over and dies. But to my amazement, he has just said he's coming around to the idea. So, pray tell, what got you on board, sir? What got well, who got me on board is oh. and, and it's this doesn't I, mean any, wait this a minute. Doesn't, it wasn't me, it wasn't you. Well, uh, <laughs> I've been talking to you about this for years now, and somebody else comes in. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so, you know, everything's good in Tampa land, but there, there was one person this year that, you know, given all my objections to John Cooper playing Andre Vasilevsky so much last year, I've started to come around because this individual has really affected me in a way that I never thought a backup goalie could, and that is Brian Elliott. And... There are moments, and if you watch my show, Chris, you could see me like mm. as I'm talking about if Brian Elliott plays the night before. You could see all the, and, and it all makes sense now with with what I'm saying now. If you look at the look on my face when I talk about Brian Elliott, you know inside my head I'm entertaining the fact of a two goalie system at certain points in the season between Elliott and Vassy. Not that Vassy's having a bad season. But he's he's mm-hmm. not he's not a top three goalie right now. He's barely a top ten if you look at his stats. And wow. I Adorable. think, but that goes back to my point that I made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't don't I I am not yeah. lost on the fact of what you just said. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, no, I I think going back to my point about the Devils, I just feel like they don't have that rotation. I, I mean. Carter, uh, not Carter Hart. I'm sorry, Vanacek. Yeah, he's he's been. I've seen him in a couple of games. He's 12-2-2, two and two, uh, with a save percentage of nine one two, which is great. But mm-hmm. when you fall back on your guy, because right now I've, I don't think Vanacek's a everyday guy. I mean, yeah, his record says otherwise. But teams are starting to figure these guys out. Like you said, they lost three in a row. Mackenzie Blackwood, can he be really relied did they, on? Did they just send him down? For for well, the old conditioning stint, I, I think they Mackenzie Blackwood. Well, right yeah. now he's listed on the roster. So if that was today, I completely uh, missed it. But uh, I'll, I'll look it up quick. While you're but no, the, the last couple of years the Devils have, uh, and because I have a couple of friends who are diehard Devils fans, and everything that seemed to me coming out of Jersey was that Mackenzie Blackwood is the guy, and now he's your backup, and you bring in Vanacek, and kind of seems like he's your guy. But what do you do mm-hmm. if? Now you're stuck with two guys that were supposed to be your guy and are now not your guy. Now you got two guys that are, I guess, if they're not your guy, are they your default backup? I feel like I'm on an episode of Seinfeld at the, the way I'm wording this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, let's see. Yeah. So they, they did 
Send him to Utica. Um, and even down there, he let in four goals. Yeah. Mackenzie Blackwood. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a real question. So this is, the, you know, it's two teams that we're talking about where they have all the talent in the world offensively, but the goalies are a question mark in Seattle and New Jersey. Yeah. So I don't know. I think New Jersey just got off to such a hot start and that will carry them. That will carry them through probably the rest of the regular season. And they probably will make a playoff spot where it is. I think still remains in question. I don't feel like they're that a team that can just free fall, but I do think that they're going to, they're going to come back down to earth a little bit. I just think they're, 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 they took such a jump to start this season yeah. that nobody really anticipated. And they are another team that doesn't know how to handle that. They've never been in these situations before. Yeah. As the season goes on and these games be become more and more meaningful and you're, you're fighting for position and you're fighting for meaningful games that you haven't played in yeah. years. That that's a lot of pressure. That's I'm not saying they can't do it, but uh, th- th- this will only help them grow from here on out. I think we're all in agreement that the Devils are here to stay for a handful of years. This is only the beginning for them. But I went through it with the Avalanche, and and not being able to get over that second round hump, and you just all of those things just you you put them in your backpack and you just learn from them and you continue to grow. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if Devils fans are just getting a little bit. Like, you know, their heads are getting a little bit big, feeling like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to last the whole season. I, I You're in a good spot and, yeah. and I'm rooting for you. And I think you can make the playoffs, but it's it's unlikely to to continue that pace for the rest of yeah. the regular season solely because of what you were just talking about in the goaltending. Yeah, I just, I don't think they're going to free fall out of playoff contention. I think, you know, the worst they could do is a, a wild card, of course. But I think, I think they're in a good position. I think, you know, you made the comparison between them, not only with the goaltending, but I think they're in somewhat of a similar situation as the Kraken are in their division, talking about those teams behind you not really grabbing out for that spot. And I feel like they're kind of like that because, listen, if they fall out of one and the Hurricanes jump into the one spot and then the Penguins continue rolling to get into the two, if you're the Devils fan, if you're a Devils fan, are you really looking back at the Rangers and really scared that they're going to snatch third place from you just because – the Rangers are another team who are, who are kind of like the Oilers and the Flames, who are just it, – it seems like they take one step forward and then they take three steps back. And Shesterkin's not exactly – Shesterkin's not exactly his old self from last year either, so. No. I mean, they, they've won four in a row as yeah. those records, so that's another team that's just – you don't – so, no, to answer your question, like, uh, are you looking back at the Rangers if you're the Devils? And uh, I, I – You've lost three in a row and they've won four. So maybe today I'm like, I don't like the look of that. Well, they're uh, also playing, but, and, and not to interrupt, they're also playing the Leafs tonight. So who, the Rangers I, or the Devils? Yeah, the Rangers. The so Rangers kind of a, a heat check moment for them. Okay. Yeah. But that answer could be different in a week. That That's yeah. just the craziness, especially this division. We just talked about the Penguins and how the, you know, they've rattled off five or six in a row. Um, even the Capitals. Okay. <laughs> Left for dead. Uh, now they've won five in a row. So just a crazy metropolitan right now where we thought things were kind of like maybe, I don't want to say settled, but kind of thought who the cream of the crop was, who the bottom feeders are, which continue to be the Flyers and the Blue Jackets. No, no hope <laughs> but, for the Flyers at all. No hope for the Flyers at all. God, no. 
Oh my god, I, dude! I, I've just watched them play twice. They played the Avs twice in like a week. That's brutal. Um, once the Avs were so decimated with all those injuries, the Flyers actually beat them. But I was not impressed. And then they just played again. The Avs got a couple players back, and the Flyers made a game of it. But there's just it's they just play a game of um, we're gonna out physical you, and hopefully we can get goals out of that. <laughs> I don't know how one uh, correlates to another, but uh, the the skill, as far as like offensive skill on that team, is is non-existent. They're, they're just out to to bruise you, and that's the only way you're going to remember the Flyers is from the bruises that you have the next day, not from these unbelievable goals that they make. It's, it's that it's that Broad Street nice. bully hockey, man. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. and to our listeners, before we wrap it up, if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, drop a comment below who's in your upper echelon of hockey right now. Uh, are Chris and I on point or are we way off? Love to hear from all of you as always. Are we ever not on point? I thought we were just, we're I thought our word was gospel. Right. I don't know. We're, we're like, there's like, you know what? I'm not even to say it. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think everybody agrees with a hundred percent of everything that we said in this episode. So, I mean, why wouldn't uh, yeah exactly so all right everyone uh yeah that'll wrap it up for this week so thank you for tuning in to the thursday episode of locked on nhl and making it your first listen of the day uh follow me over at uh, locked on avalanche you can follow denker over at locked on lightning um and we'll be back next week with a fresh batch of power rankings see how we'll do it i don't know if we're gonna do it this way or conference wise or something totally different but uh that's what we got for this week so if you're watching on youtube We'll go full screen so you can get one last look at uh, the rankings for this week. And we will be back next week for a Thursday episode of Lockdown NHL. Have a good weekend.